I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Come with me on a journey into the mind, into the misunderstood and mysterious world of neurodiversity, into a place of daring discovery and desperate darkness, but also, you know, fun. Come with me if you dare. Hello, welcome to Into the Neuroverse, uh, where we explore that we go on a i got distracted by a dark phoenix figure i'm sorry jamie we've just we've literally just started it's all staying in this is a journey into my adhd and possible autism and maybe yours uh i got distracted in the first three seconds jamie uh, we've just been talking for half an hour about how we can make this clearer more succinct less distractible three seconds jamie that's all i managed this is that's my friend jamie that's the nature of the beast, isn't it? Yes, I'm Jamie. I'm I'm here oh. to try and keep Colin on track, and I've failed in that task straight away. I didn't. I I was not told to be fair that there were figures in in your eyeline. You, you didn't have, have time. I would have everything. You didn't have. You didn't have chat. How could you have stopped me? How could you have in that moment? There's no way, Jamie. Don't take that responsibility on yourself, Jamie. Next week, Come coming on, from the Don't sensory cry. deprivation tank. Oh fuck. Stick my, stick my head in there i'm done um i wrote an, i wrote a song that went 10 years in a sensory deprivation tank boom boom let me out <laughs> and then i got convinced i nicked it and i thought probably no one else has bothered to write that have they <laughs> like i mean yesterday thought... you might think yeah i've nicked that as in the song yesterday anyway yes. come on <laughs> we're back on track so yes jamie lovely jamie Firth. i'm colin colin holt I find it hard to say my name, Colin Holt. That's a distraction, Jamie. There wasn't a good example. Good example no, of that's that distraction. Fine. I do find it hard to say my name, Colin Holt. Do you find it hard to say the name Jamie Firth? To self-identify, yeah. There's a lot of lot of syllables in there, isn't there? Is it just uh, the uh, Colin Holt? I think it's 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 like um something coughing, like an alien creature coughing. Colin Holt. <laughs> I think is it is it the imposter syndrome popping through? It's like it could if I be. say if I say this is my podcast, and oh my goodness, what am I doing having a podcast? I don't deserve a podcast. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, God, it's so pathetic. Did I tell you once, I don't know if I put this in a podcast, but you know, as we're both people who do the Edinburgh Festival and reviews are a horrible thing, which we'll never master, but I, I, do you know what? I feel like I, ha I am done with them, but the old ones still linger. You know, they're part of my fabric, my DNA mm. now. And there was one where I did a show and someone said, the thing is, he doesn't have enough confidence. He keeps apologizing for himself. And that's always lingered and i thought god the, the balls on that guy that guy must have been an absolute a real I, you know, a real posh guy real i can't actually tell if that's a if that's a negative or a positive is I, it a I negative like a, well, i like a nice polite comic who apologizes for not being very good if he doesn't think he has been yeah the problem is every, he keeps apologizing at every all the time <gasps> oh my god but i think people who say stuff like that are like are they like psychos 
or Nazi Jane. Because I'm like, well, don't you apologize and say sorry all the time? It's quite frightening when you're with someone who doesn't say sorry all the time. I think in terms of critic, I think it takes a lot of confidence to be a performer, to say, I'm going to get up and perform in front of people. But equally, it shows an absolute confidence to say, and I'm going to rate you. (laughs) I'm glad you said rate then. Yes. Um, But but anyway, come on. I'm going to sit in judgment. Yes, let me do my producer jobs. So So Jamie's, um, Jamie's producing, I'm Colin, comedian, actor, and I don't know, well, the modern Van Gogh in a way of this yep. stuff. And you're, um, you're, who are you? I'm, I'm Jamie Firth. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm uh, going to produce Colin. I'm Colin's friend and I'm going to help him through his ADHD because he is neurodiverse and I am neurotypical and it takes two of us to tango. It um, does. It does. I never the twain shall meet. I was going to say, but what? So, um, before we jump into that, what do they have to remember? What are the things to tell everyone? So the, the structure of the show is simple. We have a little preamble here, and then we're going to hear Colin has recorded his thoughts, uh, which uh, I have listened to. We're going to hear those, and then we're going to discuss them. And I will. I've taken some notes, and we will examine some of the things he discussed. It's amazing uh, we've got that technology, isn't it? Like Cerebro, that we can just read my thoughts and translate <laughs> them onto... Oh, yes, he's not recorded them yet, but I will be hearing them live uh, as, as we play the recording. Um, in terms of housekeeping, uh, we should mention that if you'd like to get in touch, uh, then uh, Colin is at IamColinHalt.com, where you can see links to all of his live gigs, clips of his old ones, Yes. Social media, Instagram. If you want to come to any of my gigs, go on there. Um, Please do come along. I'm doing lots of work in progresses for my new show. And a big one is at the Pleasance in London on the 17th. Please do come along to that. Rightio. So, yes, the details are all on the website. Um, If desperate, you can find me on the artist formerly known as Twitter if you are resourceful enough. Um, So, uh, this week... What what are we going to talk about? What, what are we what going to talk about? about? So this week, we're, we, as you know, in the neuroverse, we're going on a journey through the neuroverse, a mapped out journey that we're making up as we go along. And this week, we're going to meet, we're going to ride the tr- the dreadful, we're going to ride the sausage train, that will come up, and we're going to meet the devil of derailment. The devil of derailment. <gasps> but first, shall I talk a bit about little things that's happened this week for me before we jump yes, absolutely just preamble. before we do that though i will yep. i will also add in terms of the housekeeping this is yep. an excellent point to remind people that they can like and subscribe and rate to the podcast uh in any of the usual places or visit please do it really helps apparently absolutely. or visit the and patreon which you can uh, support the show yes on. yes on, on patreon patreon i say patreon patreon so patreon uh, Patreon, Patreon Rutledge, uh, patreon.com slash Colin Holt. You can support the show for anything from £48. Yes, upwards. I don't know. I mean, I don't understand the kind of mentality that makes you pay for this stuff, but some people love it. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. So this week, Jamie, should I tell you a few random things that have happened this week before we dive into the devil of derailment? I would love you to. Okay, here are my thoughts. I write them down as I go along. Now, also, we're trying to build a bit of a community on here of neurodiverse or neurotypical people. It, we, we really will take all sorts, to be honest. Um, so please do let 
us know if there's something you want us to talk about, something that bothers you particularly at the minute, um, uh, something that you're struggling to deal with in life, hasten to add, we're not therapists or skilled or qualified or anything like that, but uh, it, it might be an interesting thing to talk about. And also, if any of these float your boat, I might turn them into a longer thing. But these are some things that happened to me recently. One thing is, I was talking to someone about productivity, and we were talking about oh, productivity, blah, 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 you know, the, all those self-help things you get. And I suddenly somewhere and I thought, imagine lying on your bed and going, on your deathbed, and going, oh, I'm so glad I was productive. I don't think that's going to happen, is it? So maybe is productivity good? There's a question mark. That's not a very interesting thing. One thing, we watched The Crown. Ugh. <laughs> I haven't seen any of it. We're on the last series, or the last right. part of the series, or in Elder Stoughton. It's sort of, it's like, have you seen it? It's like a soap opera, but posh for posh people. Yes. Oh, it's but it's not for posh people, is it? I don't know if they actually watch. It's sort of good. It's sort of, there's good moments in it. But yeah. I watched the bit with Prince Charles, uh, uh, now the king, knee king, knee Charles, knee prince, fuck. <laughs> and William, there's a whole episode of William being sort of like, and they made William this sort of hunky thing, which is quite funny because that's what they do in the Windsors as a joke. But in this, they've sort of done it for real, where Prince William's kind of like this sultry kind of, you know, <laughs> sort of moody guy but he says um uh yeah basically it's after diana's died and he says this whole speech to charles of like he um you know because you did this and this and this and this it's all led to her death you know with the camilla and and not loving her and not giving her the time and then the paparazzi and the way the royal family have cast her aside and all this stuff do you know what i mean and ultimately you drove her into that and he says you drove into the arms of the Fieds, which I found, oh, I'm not sure that's, that sounds a bit dodgy, that sentence. But anyway, but he says all this stuff. It sort of makes the Fieds out to be gangsters, possibly. Anyway, we'll move on from right. that. But the point is, Charles goes, Charles sort of, and I don't know, I'm sure by this point, the Crown has very little relation to the truth. Do you know what I mean? But, yeah. or, or, you know, it has become this sort of soap opera. But Charles says, oh, um, oh no, I... I, he basically, I can't quite remember what he says, but it's something like, no, I don't, I've never thought that, or he's never, but it's not really done as if that is a rep, to me, that's revelatory was my point. But his mm. thought was like, I'm not to blame for all that happening. All that would happen anyway. It's not my fault. Do you know what I mean? Like he yeah. can see this sequence of events. Um, William can see this sequence of events and Charles can't see that connection. And just mm. taking the royal family out of it there, just thinking of humans. And it just really hit me because I'm almost like the opposite of that. I I almost, I don't, maybe I've read too many comics set in multiverses and parallel universes and stuff and altered timelines. But I see how my actions, <laughs> maybe I'm making this too big and heavy already, but uh, you know what I mean? How I, I would be utterly blaming myself for Diana's death in that, if I was Charles, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I would be finding reasons, even if there weren't ones, as to why if I, which maybe is egocentric, I don't know, but if I had behaved differently, it's like an anti-George Bailey, you know, where they sort of go, in It's a Wonderful Life, if you hadn't lived the world, you know, all this wonderful yeah. stuff happen, I sort of do the opposite to myself. And I go, oh, if, if, if I hadn't existed, probably all these things would be better, do you know what I mean? Or like, because I create these almost alternate timelines do you know what I mean? It sounds like I mean, I'm that, in a victim. I'm desperately trying to get people to help to go. No, Colin, you're wonderful, but you know I'm not doing that at all. But it just occurred, it just blew my mind, 
and I know it's just a piece of writing. It's not necessarily what Charles ever said or thought, but it blew my mind that someone could not make those connections. Well, this is all revelatory to me because I've not seen it. I'm just finding out about Diana now. I mean, this is, this is, <laughs> this is she big... still alive. Oh, oh, no. oh, Jamie, I'm so sorry. Spoilers. You missed um, that that whole late '90s thing, didn't you? I like the idea that never the, went the past the, the Stone actually... Roses. Like now that they've caught so up, I like the idea that the crown yeah. is now going to go further forward and it's going to kind of Into overtake. The yeah, it'll overtake <laughs> and we'll actually kind of see what's going to come before it comes. So yeah, like the that whole... Black Adder episode where the queens are sort of head in a box and stuff. And yeah, yeah oh, wonderful. Metaverse, the whole thing. That's the only way they can take the franchise forward now. Yeah. I mean, everyone, everyone's been in it already. So. so they do stories about George and Charlotte. Yeah. As, as old people. Oh my God. Yeah. He's keeps at the, going. At the, same rate, at the same rate that they've made the last one. So, like, we, we're going to kind of see, like, the next hundred years of royals in the next, like, five years. That'd be good. In the final series, the crown itself becomes sentient. <laughs> or, you, or, you, or you discover the crown is cursed. And it's yeah. that's what's been controlling the family. Maybe the, the real, maybe, maybe the real like crown. Venom. Maybe the real crowns were the crowns we've made along the way. Um, I guess then, uh, maybe in a way we're all just a crown. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I guess that's what it's saying. Anyway. I'm doing a really good job of keeping this on track, aren't I? Yeah. Um, so do we think, do, are you a Charles or a William? I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> do you uh, agonise over thinking if there was a parallel world where I hadn't said or to the point where I think, do you know one one example just off the top of my head is my friend, my best friend growing up, once said to me drunkenly, I doubt he listens to this, but if he does, you know, he's still, I still love him to bits, but he wants, he was very good at acting as well as I, in fact, I think he might've been better. And we both did acting at drama school. No, not drama school. Sorry. At, um, sixth form. We were doing it together at sixth form. We once wrote a mini piece called the Raven <laughs> where I, I played, um, Edgar Allan Poe and he played the Raven. <laughs> It was very wanky, but it was very powerful stuff. And he was, he was, anyway, blah, blah, blah. But the point is, he said to me years and years later, he's, uh, I mean, he's got a happy life. He, he's got a family and he made, you know, he stayed in Nottingham. Um, but he said to me once that he didn't carry it on because I was good at it. I was the one who should do acting almost. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like I was better than him and, but I genuinely believe he was better than me, if I'm honest. Like, he was really good, but he didn't have the kind of, um, maybe he didn't have the drive or the sort of, didn't have the silliness with it or that there's, and, and then, but then I think, am I like a cuckoo, like pushing them out the nest? Do you know what I mean? Or sort of like going, there's a, or like, or I'm, 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 I'm the Highlander, but also the cuckoo. There can be only one cuckoo yes see what i mean am i like by my actions i mean that's quite a heavy thing for him to lay on me in a way isn't it oh it's all his ultimately fault, it's not but it's not my responsibility no. is it? that he was but i i carried that since he said it and that was at least probably 10 years maybe 20 years but um maybe, maybe once you've played the raven you know you go out at the top of your game that's that's i guess any better from here he just had a long coat and he was like Edgar, I'm here. <laughs> he was just very, um, I guess I kind of play characters. He was real. Do you know what I mean? He was like, 
he was really in it in a way I, f- I sometimes feel like I'm just twatting about. Come on, Jamie, give me answers to all this. I've, I, oh, this absolutely. was meant to be the light bit at the top. It right? is. This is the light. This is the, read this off is my phone. Bit. I've literally told you a heartbreaking thing from my best friend. This is, this is awful. Bit, this is the bit that we were calling the brilliant. People are absolutely glued to their sets right now. Their sets. Well, they want this. They want this script. By sets. What I mean by set, I mean their car radio or so whatever. Your, your television set that you're watching. Your television set on your phone that you're listening to now. I can feel them glued, can't you? But Jamie, come on, give me answers well, to all. It's interesting you talk about old scripts because it's something that you talk about in in your your recording that we're about to hear. Uh, yes, I'm glad good. you mentioned King Charles because I can see where that's come from now. Because you're about to mention King Charles in this. <sighs> oh, am um, I? Okay, there we go. Shall we have a listen? I'm already okay. exhausted. Well, okay. I feel like we need to wrap up some of that, or do we come back to that next week? Let, well, let's come back to that later on if we okay. see what occurs in your recording that uh, that plays on those themes. So here is a little piece I wrote uh, and then recorded, all about the devil. Of derailment. Hello, chums. So let's start by pointing out that I'm 45 this year. Fuck, I'm writing in a book that I last wrote in 10 years ago. I'm going to read through it. And I might even read some of it as a Patreon because I think there's something in this. I think there's something powerful in the kind of thing you want to. My fans would love to hear some of this. I really. Oh, God. Oh, Christ. Anyway. So here's my piece for today. So it was going to be about something completely different. Surprisingly, it was going to be about King Knee Prince Charles. <laughs> I made myself laugh then. That's awful, isn't it? Oh, God, I'm awful. But yes, 45 this year. But it's gone on about something else. We'll, we'll find out why and who and if. But at 45, I do have this drive. We're January. We're banging into January pushing the door of January hesitantly open and we're going, hello, please be kind. We've entered January. God, as I say these things, I feel so remarkably privileged, you know, because we're constantly like hit, aren't we, by what's going on in, in awful places in the world with with um, war and famine and, and horrendous stuff. And I'm like, oh, is January going to be OK? <laughs> Will everyone be kind to me in January? I wonder if January will be okay. Oh, please, January, be kind to me. You know, meanwhile, people are, are well, they're fighting to live. And I'm fighting, I'm not fighting, I'm I'm recording a podcast that's as far from fighting as most people probably get. But the point is, <laughs> I'm in a weird mood. I'm wearing a snood, and I'm in a weird mood, and I'm wearing a snood. There's a huge... I've gone very Anna today. Just go with it. Don't stop stop, question, stop asking questions, all of you. There's a huge drive to really get where I feel I should be at 45. I'm reading from a thing that I wrote, so it's, you know... But if it sounds like I'm reading, that's because I am. I haven't, I've never been very good at that, really. Sound like I'm not reading. What am I talking about? I'm a voiceover artist. I'm one of the best in the country. But I, I do feel I've got to a place... Where I, th- you know, where I feel like, can I, can I get what I feel my abilities deserve? You know, can I get the work I've tried for so hard? And I, f- I do feel stronger. I feel like generally my energies are in a better place, better focused on the right things, avoiding the traps. January, you know, that sort of thing. But often with the best intentions, I wanted to do a piece about King Charles, knee prints that may come back. 
I don't know if it's as good as I thought it was. I don't think anything is as good as I thought it was. I think some things are better. We'll look through this book next week and... Shut up, Colin, carry on! But the point is, I'm getting derailed. That's what I want to talk about, right? ADHD people, you will understand this, and other neurodiverse people, and everyone... I think we all get derailed, don't we? Get completely derailed. We set up, we start off with the best intentions, and you get completely derailed, you know, in a second. Bang, like that. I was all right. I was on the tracks and I got derailed. You got everything lined up, or you think you have. Do you know what I mean? You think you have. Then someone just blows it all apart. I want to get across what it's like when that happens for me. I mean, I'm getting, I've been derailed about eight. This is a derailment. But when it really happens, quite really. So I'm all ready to go, right? Picture this. I know what I want to do. I can see it ready to go. I can see it in blocks. That's what I've learned from this wonderful thing called on waves or something like that. It's a little app. Like all the many apps I have, I open it, it works for a week, and then I forget I've got it. But the concepts set in, which is seeing it as blocks rather than, you know, because ADHD people, we struggle with time, don't we? You know, but you see three, maybe say you have three, maybe four tasks. That's already probably too many, but just say you've got three, maybe four tasks and, and work out roughly how long they take. Obviously, it's impossible for us ADHDers to, to see actual time. Do you know what I mean? I mean, no one can see time, I don't think. Or can they? But you make your, you know, your your perception remotely accurate. Sort of God night. Okay, that's that's what a day's like. That's what an hour's like. That's what four hours are, are like. You probably got it a bit wrong. But you know what I mean? You've got a rough idea, a vague idea of how I have to get things done. It, it, imagine it. It's like a, it's shaped a bit like the, the, the day. The day was shaped for me a bit like a big piece of plasticine, very fat sausage of plasticine it's gone quite david cronenberg as i often do but a sort of big david cronenberg sausage imagine that as long as your bloody arm mate and i i can <laughs> i can see that that's so that sausage is a time sausage if you will is anyone still listening that's a time sausage between now and when my kids finish school my kids have already finished school it's actually 4 41 that i'm doing this so needless to say the sausage did not work but let's just pretend it did so, or pretend it might have, at least. So you've got this sausage. What? Where am I? Okay, and then once they're back, you know, nothing's properly done. I'm trying to do this now. I'm literally... I've just put Minecraft on. So, God, writing this, it's already hard as hell. We're on January 8th. It feels, it feels like a good time to get writing done, you know? I'm so sure as shit something will come and derail it, and it did. But I can see the fat sausage, and I can see if I... If I can cut it i can cut it into like these four portions that length you know that that's a bit of writing that's about that much of sausage there's recording the podcast that's a bit of sausage there probably probably need more than i had but in my mind you know i know it's i know I only do about 20 minutes of this shit so that's about a 20 minute sausage if you will it sounds like i'm doing a sort of innuendo i just want to point out i'm very much not it's much worse and grosser than that it's it's a sausage a time sausage um, that's the thing that I want to study for a day. Masterclass. I've signed up for Masterclass three times. I actually quite like it. The David Sedaris one is fantastic. I highly recommend you listen to that. I've been listening to the Duffer Brothers on Stranger Things, talking about Stranger Things, and you're like, listen to it, you're like, oh, great, great. You're flukes, aren't you? But that, hey, that sounds cruel. God, they're not flukes. They work very hard. Anyway, but, you know, it's a thing to study, a podcast, bit of writing. I don't think that's too mad. I'm bound to... 
have, have it wrong a bit, but I think that's doable, you know. My wife has given me the space, which is awesome. She's gone out for a bit. It's awesome. This is it written in the past. You get the idea. But I, I'm, on, I'm on the train. I'm on the sausage train. Call it the sausage train if you must. I won't, but you can. But, you know, we can see the number of stops on the route of the sausage train. It's nothing spectacular. We're not going to bloody Thorpe Park, guys. It's not the Orient Express. It's just your average sausage train, maybe going to somewhere like Lansing. And there's a few stops on the way, Portslade, you know, the other places. Shoreham, maybe. I've got too much to do. I know that. I, I'm trying out a new Anna podcast on Wednesday. What a twat. I'm doing a work in progress on Thursday. Ugh, stop it, you idiot. Just do the thing you've got to do. I've still got to finish the script. It's important. It could be the best thing. It could be the new Colin from Accounts. That's what I've told everyone. Anyway. Oh, by the way, last night I was finally cleaning up some old papers. I found some shows, play scripts, from ten plus years ago. Oh, God, the pain of that. ADHD people, you must feel the pain of that. When you look at them, I threw a lot of them away and burnt them because I was like, I can't look at these. Because it's painful that that was ten years ago and I haven't, I've never done it. I still haven't done it. Oh, and that's my my thing. Stop it, Colin. You know, I really, this year, I really just want to get stuff, just fucking finish stuff. That's the difference between the people I go, yes, you've done it, you've made it, and and me <laughs> is finishing things. Right, where was I? I hope you're still with me. Um, but anyway, anyway, but that wasn't the derailment. Finding those old scripts, that wasn't the derailment. That was the fuel, if anything, fuel to keep me going. I'm 45, this year, this year, I'm finishing things. I'm not going to be like that at 45. I am beating my, uh, my, my imposter syndrome, my recriminations, my uh, lack of self-belief, my doubts. I'm going with conviction. Yes, I can do things. I can finish things. All oh, the train's going. Do you hear that? I do believe that was that was pure off top of my head as well. I didn't plan that. If I planned it, it would be awful. But because it was top of my head, I think we're okay. But I do believe. So that fueled the train. Seeing these things from ten years ago that I never finished. That fueled the the sausage train to keep moving. The train hasn't left the station quite yet, obviously. But the train is in that lovely moment where it's about to leave. There's a hum. There's a buzz. You know that buzz when the train's about to leave. We're we're just moving off. We're just moving off. And then, and then, just as we're going, we're coming out of the station. Off we go. We're moving now. And then massive derailment, massive derailment, a well-meaning derailment. A lovely friend um, spoke. To me. I've told him that I'm going to record this. I think he's all right with it. I don't know. I think he might not be. Anyway, just a little sentence. He said, do you know X, a fellow comedian? I won't say who. I said, oh, yes, yes. He said, oh, I listened to their radio thing. I said, OK. Ah, have you heard it? He said. And then I already knew what he was going to say. I say, I know what you're going to say, and I know this because other people have said it. You think he's nicked my act. Anna Man, my much-beloved character, you know. And he says, yes, that is that is what I think. At smash! Fuck the train. I was all set up, the sausage train was moving, and now it's been derailed like Superman fighting a sausage train. You know that famous image where the train hits him and... And that's what happened to my time sausage train. It met an unfortunate accident today, leaving the station. It hit a well-meaning passerby and has now not only left the tracks, but is upside down on its arse, if trains have arses. Ah, <sighs> you know. 
I said, I know, I know it's been said before. People have said this to me before, but I, I don't think it is. It's not because, it's not because I do think they've nicked my act. I don't think that. Because in all honesty, I don't think my act was ever that original in the first place, if I'm honest. I don't think anything I do is that original. You know, all the structure I've, I've put up for myself, though, all the plan, all the sort of framework I built in my mind, that all came crashing down. It shattered. It shattered. And I realised I'm like bloody glass, in all honesty. I wasn't... I've, I've, I've had this strength. I've built this strength, but it's waxed because it's January. January! It's freezing. I've got to do my tax return. Ugh. It's horrible. It's the grubbiness of all that stuff. Ooh, they've nicked your thing. Oh, they've took my thing. Oh, suddenly I have to deal with the outside world. That's the problem. I don't think he's nicked it. I don't really care. I know this sounds like the lady doth protest too much, but it's just the... The thing of having to deal with it. Now I've got to go into the world. I mean, now I've got to go, oh, not that I'm going to confront them or anything, but now it's like, oh, now I've got to think about the outside world. I can't just write and create and be in the flow. January. It all falls away and all the voices come in, you know, and now it, it all just falls apart. All this framework I've built and, 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 and my body's just screaming with anxiety because suddenly... I'm thinking about what the world thinks. I just, oh shit, do I have any autonomy? Can I, can I just be someone who, who, who has I, loads of ideas and then other people take those ideas and the shamelessness and the balls of someone who could do that? And I don't, I would never do that. Am I just like a lump? Am I a lump again? Are we back to where we started this series? Might as well be dead. Fuck me, man. <gasps> no, of course not. Of course we're not. It's like Avengers Endgame. You know the end of Avengers Endgame. Captain America's there. <laughs> January. All of Thanos's devils are coming at me. You know, all suddenly all those doubts, all the years of growing up in the Midlands in a kind of like, think you're better than us, don't you? Think you're better than us, don't you? All starts crushing in my head, destroying, defiling everything. <laughs> so I walk away from the train, the sausage train. It's not going anywhere, let's be honest. It's not, nothing good is going to get done today. I mean, I'm here doing the podcast, so it did. But, well, uh, hang on, hang on. But I trust, you have to trust a little bit. I trust that Doctor Strange is going to open them old portals. You remember them portals at the end? I hope you've seen Avengers Endgame. If you haven't, you must. And the, the portals open, and in come my friends, my wife. <laughs> my friends slash my wife. My wife is my only friends. And she talks it through with me. Poor wife, desperate for the gym. But she comes through, she talks it through me, we work it out, and actually I come up with a lot of good ideas for the future. Meditation, that comes through the portal as a kind of app. Nina Simone steps through. Bless her. I do a bit more of writing. That moot, that that hopes helps a bit. Oh, that was actually quite good. I read a bit of old writing. Oh, that was actually quite good. I write this. Uh, I read an actual Avengers comic. I make some eggs. I mean, that's not great. You know, if Thanos was suddenly confronted by some eggs, I don't think that would defeat him, if I'm honest. But if he was confronted by my wife, he'd bloody run a mile, mate. <laughs> She's not to be trifled with. <laughs> no, seriously, she, if you get on the wrong side of her, she will rip you to pieces. <sighs> and then my lovely friend, who said in the first place, oh, I'm sorry, I hope I didn't upset you. We have a chat about it. It was all fine. We had a good chat. I feel great now. I feel great. And I chat to my friend on the WhatsApp, tell him how stressed I got about this idea. This idea is burrowed into me. Fuck, like like one of the shit weasels in um, Dreamcatcher. I don't know if you've seen that. 
you must see Dreamcatcher if you can. Actually, don't. It's probably the worst film ever made. I, um, me and my friend John once convinced our other friend Scott to uh, to watch it, saying it was the best film. And we also said you've got to keep going till the end because it's a real twist at the end. <laughs> then he contacted us by the but he phoned us up to, at the same time somehow. I don't know. I did that, and he said. What's the good bit? The, first, the end, I don't get what you're seeing that I'm not. And we went, hee hee hee, it's actually shit. We wasted two hours of your life. God, that's sad. Anyway, um, my friend, <laughs> not my wife, my friend, a different friend, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening, mate? No, he whatsapped me. And he said, do you know what? After I told him all that and got stressed, he said, I think you lead where others follow. Fundamentally, that means something. <gasps> Isn't that lovely? I feel disgustingly arrogant saying that. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying I think that. I'm not saying I agree. But he thought that. And that was so lovely. And that built up my armour of conviction once again. Because, you know, I've got this armour of conviction. I've got it all built and made. But it's quite hard to put on, <laughs> if I'm honest. I'm not sure it fits, but I'm trying. But thank you to my friend for that. And then I went off and made some eggs, and it was great. And I chatted with my friend who said the thing in the first place, and um, he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was like, oh, no, no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I said I've written a podcast about it, and he went, oh, God. <laughs> but I thought, I hope he understands, I thought it was good to show. I wanted to talk about how you can get derailed. <laughs> So I'm come off script now. What I'm trying... Oh, God, was that a script, Colin? You wrote that. Fuck's sake, man. My point is, you build up these plans for the day and then it can get derailed, but it's okay. You just wait for the portals to open. The, the, the Wakandans are coming for you. You've just got to wait for those portals, but they will open. Okay, now over to me and Jamie. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow, Jamie. There we are. Wow. You met the devil of derailment then. Indeed. Fierce I'm, I'm very, fiend. I'm very glad we, we wrapped up why the King Charles thing started because you mentioned it right at the beginning and then we never went back to it. So I'm glad I'm glad we covered that in the preamble because I was okay. I was left waiting for that anecdote. Right. I I mean I can't remember anything I that's in the devil of derailment because literally it goes in my head and then it comes out my head through my mouth. You know this thing, this this old hole that's yes. got made in my face. Out it comes. And then the recording happens, and then you listen to it, 
This is the level Sorry? of detail we don't need. But anyway, what did you? So the, what was your thoughts from the Devil of Derailment? Well, the important thing that I, that I think I picked out, I picked out a few things. Um, yeah. Yeah, firstly, so. the first thing on on the top of your mind seemed to be ambition. I liked I liked the talking about how ambition drives you, particularly with your neurodiversity, how you deal with you know goals and uh, and that you know. Did it? Did I say any of that? I don't remember any of that. You talked about ambition. Uh, Did I? Yes. <laughs> well, something what did that I came send to you? mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go on. I don't know. I've written, I've written notes it... on it. Oh, okay, um, yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody said to me uh, that uh, ambitions are like you're, you're always you're you're constantly chasing dreams that are ahead of you, um, yeah. but at the same time you're being chased by the demon of the fear of the failure who you'll be if you don't like achieve them. If you um, don't achieve it. Yeah. Yeah. Like so I said, right at the top, if you're on your deathbed and you're thinking, I wish I'd been more productive. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot about being on my deathbed lately. And I think, really? what are you going to say? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if I'll get a deathbed. <laughs> I think they'll be done with deathbeds by the time, by then, won't they? It'll just be like, you have to die standing up. Yeah, we we'll just be really. leaning. We'll be leaning against a wall. We haven't got room in the house for two beds. No, definitely not one specifically designed for death. The way things are going, Jamie. Go on then. Sorry, what were you going to say? Well, I think it's 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 interesting. You know, achievements. You're often thinking in terms of ambition. You're thinking in big things. Um, you know, very big goals. And I was just interested. I say uh, in your neurodiversity when you're constantly shifting your attention. Yeah. Um, do you have is there something in your mind that is your and you don't need to tell me what it is but is is there something that you are driving towards is there a is there something i know but it it changes all the time is the problem and i can't recently i did have this thing where i just so okay so people often say to me so i i act i write i i do comedy do you know what I mean? And I find it very hard to just do one. I have a friend who's now very famous, who um, as a writer, and early on in his career, apparently someone said to him, he was wanted to be a director as well. And they were like, just pick one. Yeah. He did. And he has. And that often comes back to me, not as a positive thing, because it comes back to me as a failing in myself that I can't. Uh, but, you know, some people always go, no, it's great. You know, you're a, what's it called? A polymath. Is that it? Is that yeah, a polymath. polymath. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, but I don't, but all, but then the other thing, which is a horrible phrase I've I've been thinking about recently, where people say "jack of all trades, master of none," and I think that's yes. a phrase that can fuck off, isn't it? Actually, because really, it's just saying, "Oh, you think you're doing all these things, do you?" Do you know what I mean? It's like "fuck off" phrase. But actually, I think I've come to this thing like I'm just going to do it all. I'm just going to do it all. Yeah. I'm just going to love it. All. I'm going to do it all. And I'm going to love it all. But there is this thing where, so for example, I acted on something the other day just for Christmas, in fact. And um, I was in this scene with a few people and we just played this scene out. And I, I came away and I slightly embarrassed myself, I think, afterwards talking to a couple of the actors who were lovely, who were lovely, lovely guys. But, um, and I said, oh God, I think I've just realised this is what I want to do. This is what, and they were like, okay. Because they're like, well, yeah, you're an actor. <laughs> you know, like we're all actors, real, this is our job. But I was like, but I think it's coming from doing loads of stand-up where it's me out there. You know, it's just me and the audience really. Mm. Um, and then to going like, oh, I'm in this scene and we're playing out this story and whatever you bring, I react to and vice versa and all that stuff. And it changes and it's alive. 
I felt like that was the first time, maybe I've just got to an age and experience where I feel comfortable. I'm yeah. More comfortable, where it's like, oh, you know, I could just be in the scene. I wasn't thinking, whereas when you're doing stand-up, there is, a, or, you know, do, I do so many of my own shows, there is an element where you're always kind of thinking about what you're putting out and how you, not how you look in a vain way, but as in, do you know what I mean? You're, you're presenting a thing. Whereas yeah. this, there's no presentation. You're just in it. You are that character. So then I'm like, right, that's what I want to do. That's all I want to do, you know? And then a few weeks go by and I'm like, I've got to do live kicks. I've got to do live kicks. You know what I mean? I've got to do it. So maybe I'll, I'll you know, now with January, it's always this, you know, and yeah, my, um, my agent's just come back from maternity. So we want to sit down, have a big chat and plan for what we want to do and stuff. And I know I'll just go back into that. Oh, I still want to do this, but I also want to do this. And I also want to do this. And I was, you know, and I want to just go, look, make me, you know, make me Mark Ruffalo or whatever. Freak off the top yeah. of my head. Do you know what I mean? I was going to say, yeah. I think you've just given away your top level ambition, like in one go there. What's that? Mark Ruffalo. You, just want, to, you want to be Hulk is, is essentially, well, is essentially where you want to be. I love Mark Ruffalo and I think, you know, he had some sort of, um, I think he had some kind of brain aneurysm or something. Did you know about this? Oh no. It's partly what I think it's given him this like slight edge where he's just kind of real and out of it at the same time. Do you know what I mean? He's just coming from an interesting place. I think the way, yeah. as in literally the way he says things, his responses are just like, Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Sometimes I think acting is just having an interesting way of saying stuff on some level. I don't know. Um, he just also seems like a very nice entertainer as well. I've seen him on chat shows and stuff, and he's just. I love him. I love. I can't him. get can't get enough flow of Mark Ruffalo. I think. I love him in the way I. I love him in the way, and no offense to the guy, but I'm sure he's not listening to this. But in the way, I don't. I find Tom Cruise quite tough. Oh no! I in booked the, Tom for next week. Oh no! Tom was coming Tom. on. I genuinely do worry when I say these things like Tom Cruise is going to hear that. Not only that he's going to hear it, A, he's never going to hear it. But even if he did that, he's going to be like really upset. <laughs> like yeah. he's going to be really, but just in the way that I'm not saying he maybe is a nice guy. I mean, he's a Scientologist, isn't he? And he's deep in it. So I don't know if he is a nice guy. I don't know. I don't want to cast aspersions, but. Let's not. Let's All right. Not. But. Does it, let's just hope that he, you know, he got bored after a couple of episodes of this and hasn't, hasn't listened. <laughs> he's on still in the minds of misinformation. He's not listening. To he's still two. in series one. He's he battling gave, the gave, Hydra. Gave up on it. But I find Mark Ruffalo very calming to watch. Yeah, I wonder partly if I mean. By the way, the aneurysm thing is something that popped up on a kind of like hear the true sad story of Mark Ruffalo on, on some feed. So I don't, I can't say the veracity of it, but I wonder okay. whether it just gives him an edge of um, humility as opposed to extreme ego, which we can always do a fact check on that on the next episode. We'll nah. catch, up with, catch up with Mark and see how he's doing. Nah. Yeah. Um, okay. Lovely. So yeah. Um, going back to the, the original, though. the original question so, was, so with ADHD, is it if you've hard? got one big ambition, yeah. do you do you shoot for that, or or are you able to like set yourself smaller goals and and smaller things? Well, that's apparently what you're meant to do, isn't it? But I find it very. I mean, I was reading about Emma Stone today. Was talking about how when she was a kid, she like when she was 14, she sat her parents down and did made like a slideshow project called Hollywood 2014, <laughs> and then she did move to Hollywood in 2014 and do it. Obviously, you know, she wow. sounds lovely as well. She's in the she's in the top ten good people of, of Hollywood, I think. But anyway, she um. But I find that really hot. I mean, I've always 
I've always wanted to be a poet. <laughs> I've always wanted to be in a band. <laughs> and I keep right. doing these. I keep writing songs. I keep doing writing shows. I don't know. It's, I feel at some point, there's a, I might have mentioned this before, there's a Nicolas Cage film called The Weatherman, where it ends where he he's, he's the weatherman and he's frustrated and always trying to do stuff. And then at some point he just goes, no, that's it. I am the weatherman. Right. And that's fine kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm still waiting for that moment where I go, oh, no, I'm, I'm just a good stand-up. Yeah. Or I'm just a good actor. Or, oh, you know, I'm, but I just, and I think it, I think it's, there's, I slight anything in it. I think it's good and bad. I think it's, it's good. It's good that you can do other things. Cause I know as an, if you're just an actor, you're just waiting for the phone call a lot of the time, you know, so you have to do shit jobs and stuff. Whereas I get to do stand up all the time, which is great. And that helps pay the acting, I suppose. But, but yeah. it, is, it is difficult for polymaths. So I've, I've run up against, like, I, I, I've always liked the phrase jack of all trades. Uh, it's the master of none bit oh. that makes it that makes it tricky because yeah. I don't I don't mind having a set of tools where I can do lots of different things in quite an average satisfactory way and maybe a couple of things very well. Um, uh-huh. I don't necessarily need I don't want to be necessarily a master of something. As it happens, I'm a master of all things anyway. But yeah. um, if you know, I I think it had to have that set of different skills. And for you, like you know, comedy writing singing acting they're all it's not like these are not applicable skills it's very weird when people say well he can't do that because he's primarily a comedian you know yeah they are all essentially the same thing aren't they although i remember when i when i did the last play i did which was nearly 10 years ago now i really want to do more plays at some point but it was um as in the last one i was in and i found that really hard to like not look at the audience and like do you know kind of stuff yeah not that I do that in my comedy, I hasten to add, but like, you know, to, to, with your, with standup, you're always kind of nod, nod, winking, nudge, nudge, winking on some level, aren't you? You know, you're kind of, here's a joke, you know, on well, however you do that, that you are doing that. Whereas as an actor, you're not, the audience are not there. Yeah. Yeah. That was very tricky. So I think it, there, there's clashes, but um, to, yes, to bring it, just to this idea of oh one thought i want to say on that actually a thing i i saw tim ferris without using too many people's things tim ferris i think he's a goodie i don't think he's a sort of jordan peterson nutcase tim ferris i think he's a goodie but he said a great thing which is like have a couple of things that you're um you're aiming to be the one of the masters of the world at one or two things and everything else you just have to be good enough i think that's maybe quite a good way to look at it yeah, there are, there are some jobs that require like just a kind of a vague like a competency across the board of lots of different skills, and only one person putting all of those things together can do it. I guess kind of like being a politician, where you know you have to balance a whole bunch of different priorities. Yeah, but there's one thing that is your thing. Yeah, is is the thing that you're. I am top level that ice sculpture. But, you know, so for me, obviously, it's being you know, weightlifting, being a hunk yeah. is my main yes. thing. And then all the other stuff just has to be okay. Yeah. But Not okay, good, good enough. No, it has to, it's good, it's good, but you don't have to win that. <laughs> no, it's not winning. Sorry, it's probably wrong. You don't have to be master at that one thing. Yeah. Cleaning up, um, talking to people, doing a podcast. Do you know what I mean? It's like with the podcast thing. It's like, I don't think I've on any level mastered this. And that's fine. If these are only ever good enough, 
my main thing is is my is my acting yes. <laughs> and my stand up and my and my dancing <laughs> and, my and my singing. But just yeah. for people listening, it's good to know that our ambition level is like just good enough. Oh, just, just good enough. But it's a relief. It's a relief when I because I think actually that's what people want is they want stuff that's just good enough for podcasts. Yes. Average. Like, yeah. yeah, average. We just want average guys. Please, we're sick of these masters. <laughs> anyway, um, let's make it a little bit more relatable because I realize I've talked now as if everyone in the world is an actor and they're not. So I don't know if you have another thought, but I thought if we could bring it back to derailment and the day yes. getting derailed. So did you have uh, any thoughts on that? Just the whole, does that happen to you? Is that a, uh, obviously, you know, people who are neurotypical can also have neurodiverse things happen. It's just yes. when it becomes a relentless problem that it's, or, or you know, it's just part of you. Uh, derailment being yeah, a problem is, is, is interesting to me because, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm a very sort of, I don't know if the word's organised, boring. You know, I, I I research stuff and I and I really kind of um, focus. I have a lot of spreadsheets. Um, I've done a lot of production work in the past, so I have a lot of like calendars and dates and task lists and all of that oh, kind of really genuine boring stuff. And and you keep on top of those. You can actually go back yes. to those. Say you make a spreadsheet for this, which you are. I know doing spreadsheets or whatever for this show. You yes. will then go back to it. Like you, earlier, we were chatting about it and you said, I write these things down that I have to do and say so that we've got it every week. I would write yeah. those down. I would totally do that bit, but I would forget where I put it. I wouldn't go back to it next week. I wouldn't know where it was. I would do it again. You know, I mean, it's painful going through those old books and stuff, as I mentioned, mm. because a lot of it is also just lists of things I'm going to do that year and all that stuff, of which I never achieved. The play Jamie based on you, of course. Yes. But a play I wrote nearly 11 years ago, which you've helped with in the past, still haven't done that one. Still haven't done that one. And it's <laughs> still anyway, good. let's not get onto it's that. It's still, still good. <laughs> we'll do it one day. Um, but, um, yeah, no, so that's my thing is you are actually able to go back to those things. Yes. I mean, not, not like religiously. Um, you know, things do go wrong. But generally yeah. speaking, you know, I, I create order where where I need it because that, uh -huh. that focus is what keeps me kind of feeling like i'm in control of it rather than panicking about things um and yeah there's there's, there's there is changing tracks like the deal yeah. derailment is interesting because derailment suggests that something's coming off the tracks mm -hmm. and and i think like the way that i order things is like have other like laying new track uh so there's a new destination somewhere out there that I've suddenly discovered and rather than I'm lucky because rather than visit it now and have to visit it now compulsively, I, I can sort of mark it and I'll write it down and I'll come back to it later. Um, and that's, that's probably the difference between, between how our minds work, that I'm able to order that. And so you, so, and so, uh, um, okay. So like a track coming off the track, yeah, which is, Oh, remember you have to, in this case, mention the Patreon and all that stuff yes. at the end. That's coming. What? So you can you know right. what? So is that a mental note in your head, or is it that you put it somewhere and then you? Because like I just have, I mean, I'm looking at my desk now, and literally it made me a bit sad as we were talking because <laughs> I was really enjoying it. And I was like, oh my desk, and it's just. <laughs> 
but it's not it's like a wacky messy chaotic desk you know in a kind of it's just like there's so much effort gone into trying to achieve these things yeah and it just goes wrong it just becomes do you know what i mean it's the, the way, I won't the go way back you... to any of them. There's every now and again a thing, like maybe once a month, a thing sticks. Yeah. A thought or an idea or a concept or just a method. Yeah. Uh, I'll mention an app at the end. I think that's going to stick, I think. I mean, apps are the worst for sort of taking over your life for a month and then disappearing, aren't they? But <laughs> yeah, so so within a day, say, so obviously that little story I told I could really see the day. And I went on a lot about the sausage train, didn't I? Which yes. uh, is a really gorgeous image. <laughs> I do like the genuinely, I mean, that's the other thing. As you were talking about that stuff about you've got your spreadsheets and all that stuff. And to you, you're like, I'm very boring. I'm very neurotypical. To me, that honestly feels sort of almost holy, divine, <laughs> gorgeous, like gorgeous. <laughs> like, I really love it. <laughs> I think it's interesting it's, because it's, it's beautiful. Some my mother-in-law, <laughs> this sounds very creepy, but um, my mother-in-law, I once found myself just wait, watching her clean the entire kitchen. This sounds like I'm being creepy about mother-in-law. I promise I'm not. But I was just waiting for something to happen, and I, I have in the past sort of gone, "Oh, do you want me to help?" You do not help because she's got everything, yeah, down to it. You can't even do the washing up because it's down to a T. And it was like watching, you know, it was like listening to, to Mozart or something. It was yeah. to me genuinely because, and it's funny, like people who are into my stuff and all that fans, and this isn't in any way to begrudge them because I love them obviously, but like when people talk about stuff as if it's good, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And to me, it's like torture. It's all just like, you know? yeah. And I, that sounds like so patronizing, doesn't it? But I'm genuinely like, oh, I'd love to be an accountant or I'd love to be a. One of, accounts. One of, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or what of you normal people? Yeah. <laughs> sounds See, like I, I think I'm elitist. I don't mean like that. But as in, I the idea of things being in order and being in place and having a place where they go and tidy and, uh, oh my God. I do, I try and do it now. I try and like just put a thing away. And th there's a voice screaming in my head going, that is almost like that's wasted energy. You're putting that cut back. You could be doing writing your song for your band that doesn't exist. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> but, yeah. but now I take a thrill. I actually get a thrill from it. Oh, I put a cut back instead of just leaving it on the side. I mean, this I probably what, wash the cup is what I should do, isn't it? But anyway, this is what we the say cups are all we, filthy. This is what we say when we talk about being a spectrum. It's like, I, I, I kind of wish that I wasn't quite so far that way, um, that I was able right. to do like more, um, you know, out of the box thinking type stuff. I wish I wasn't so organized. It makes stuff quite boring, but organized. And that kind of gives me pleasure. It gives me kind of, it keeps me sane. Um, but and, you know, today I'm going to do this, this and this. And then you do them and they take yeah. about the amount of time you imagined and all that. Yes. Well, interesting. I was going to mention to you, because uh, when you were talking about the time sausage, uh, uh, we were, I was looking online because we're trying to do this organized now and I'm doing, I'm listening to your things and I'm doing some research and I was reading about great the, pom job, the Pomodoro technique. Are we familiar with okay, the yep, Pomodoro yep. technique? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 25 minutes. It's Francesco Cirillo. Uh huh. Uh, and it's just like basically a way of structuring tasks into like a short burst of focus time. Yeah. Um, and I was reading that a lot of 
people suffering with ADHD tend to try and use this to fix it. And again, yeah. we're not therapists. It won't work for everybody, but it, it's something I thought maybe if we mentioned, it might be worth looking at. Um, Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I have nice tried that. It does kind of help. I was talking to someone with ADHD the other day and she was saying she was denying it. But obviously, like you say, it's different. She wasn't denying it. She was saying it doesn't work that for her. But um, she, her take instead was like, you do something that you really like, the thing that your, your brain is screaming for you to do, as in read a book or watch a, your favorite program, whatever. And then you wait until you've had that fix and then you carry that fix on to work. Right. That can work as well. So like you watch a program you love and then you're like, oh, right, now I'm going to write. And you're, as opposed to, I have to write right now and do it. But yeah. I've tried the Pomodoro technique. I think it does work to a point. The app I was going to mention earlier, yes. there is a pom there's a, a slut, a slut, a glut. There's a slut of apps. <laughs> I am the slut of apps. But um, God, I'm such a slut for apps. I really am. There's uh, an app called Freedom. That's the one that's really made the difference to me. So it, again, you can do 25 minutes, an hour, 45 minutes, whatever. But what it is, it, it, you don't, it stops you looking at anything on your phone. Right. And obviously you can do things like, um, uh, you know, Spotify music stuff. You can, you can, you can take off stuff. Yeah. So it's just, and I keep going back to Instagram, especially as soon as, Daniel, who also is doing my social media now, wonderful. As soon as he puts out a thing, even though I've got him doing it, so I don't have to get distracted by that, I'm still distracted. How many people have liked it and all that shit, which yeah. is awful. I feel grubby for that. But um, the freedom, you look, you open it, and it just goes. It says it has a little image of a butterfly, and it says, "Do something that matters instead," or something like that, you know, or, or you're free. Go live your life. And it really works. So I, mm -hmm. for me, it's not so much the keeping the timing. It's just abs going back to the sensory tank. It's absolute. No, sorry, you can't have that. Is the yeah. end for me. But yeah, I'm going to say I for for Christmas. Uh, I, I bought myself and my partner uh, watches, smart watches that. Uh, so mine in particular, I have a timer on it. Every two hours, it reminds me I need to drink water because I'm terrible at that. I just forget. And oh, I that's good. Yeah, yeah. And it also tells me when I've been still for too long. So it reminds me to go and like just move about a bit. Um, <laughs> you and, mean like sitting, working, don't you? Because in, in my yeah. mind, you were just standing in the middle of the room like a statue. <laughs> you just, you just uh, like like the Tin Man in Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Jamie, you've frozen. Oh, fuck, yes. I'm, <laughs> watch me Jamie, spoil me. Jamie, you've frozen again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's terrible that like I, would I think I found windows. that much funnier than you. That's tickled me. I can just picture you stood stock still in the middle of the room. Well, I didn't know someone who used to do that. They just, just stop. Power down. They just like power down like C3PO and just stand there. Um anyway, well, sorry. But yeah, but that helps, does it? Well, it should, shouldn't it? But Get no, up and I move. Just, I just uh, shake it off. And, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll again, that's where I think that's where I think maybe the freedom app that's just literally saying no. Yeah. But so what happened in this particular case was my my lovely friend said this thing, which I then fixated on and couldn't get out of my head, and and it derailed the day. And it was just a tiny thing that I've heard before, thought before, whatever. So that's almost. So I don't know how you block that out. 
Yeah. I've literally. I mean, sometimes I come back from the gym and Kat, my wife, is just like, don't talk to me. <laughs> just don't say anything because she knows there'll be something. <laughs> I mean, there yeah. was a day I said something to the guy at the gym and I came away going, do you think he thinks I meant this or do you think he thinks I meant, you know? And she's like, oh. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, any thoughts on that? How do you block out people? You can't, can you? Because you don't want to be can't a really, They're always around. Um, it is, and it they is love them. We love them. We love them. Oh, yes. Yeah. No, you know. Not all of them. I mean, oh, some oh, of them God. are awful. I mean, I don't know if you've heard of Hitler, but he was awful. Yes. Well, that's a, we've just put a list, maybe for the Patreon backers, like for, we'll do an extra little bit at the end where we just list all of the people that are awful. Oh, do the um, people, people to avoid? Yeah, to be avoided, yeah. Okay, yep. Um, yeah. Living ones, Putin, I guess it would be, wouldn't it? Well, Tom I would lose. Again, Tom Cruise in there. A Putin's the probably listening. God, they, they're listening. listening together. Yes, they have a little listening party. I've never, I can't get on board with Tom Cruise. I won't. I bet I end up in a film with him. I mean, it's not very likely, is it? But it's not impossible. <laughs> and then he'll have listened to this. He'll be like, so Colin, what else do you do? You know, I'm not going to try and do his voice. Colin, what, what, so what, what, other, what other things you do, you know, because it's not enough that I'm in your bloody movie, Tom. And I'll be like, well, I do a little podcast. I don't know if you know Jamie Firth. Have you come across his... He directed a show at the Fringe in a few years ago. Yeah, oh, he'll remember that. He walked out. Tom will be, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't care for it. Uh, I bet he's um, lovely. Yeah. I mean, the the other thing that I just thought from from what you were saying is I'm glad you moved on from the Putin cruise. Well this is what I'll do. I'll just I'll just sort of steer yeah. it back when I'm being disciplined with my spreadsheets. <laughs> um I think it's I there were, I was reading something about like doing work with something called body doubling where you, you basically share a yeah. task. Yeah, um, that's a good one. And that's essentially what we're doing here, I think. It's like Yeah. It's it's helping it said that having another person around might improve your mood and make working more enjoyable. Um, so yeah. it's not all, it's not all correct, but I've but tried some... that. I've tried that with my wife. Um, but it quickly ends up in her just going, stop bothering me. You know? Cause... Yeah. I'm guilty. Of, I'm guilty of that. Too, yeah. I think yeah. Um, she said, what did she really make me laugh today? She said, so our kids have got well into Minecraft and she said, I'm like in Minecraft, apparently you get like a, a panda or a wolf or a pig or something starts just following you around as a character that can happen. So just okay. every time you go into a house, there's just this like camel or panda. You turn around and it's just staring at you. And just said, that's why I'm becoming becoming like one of those Minecraft creatures. What is wife, that like a like a spirit? We love each other deeply, by the way. No, I think it's it's. Have you seen Minecraft? Yes, it's taken me years. My nieces and nephews were into it ten years ago. Now my kids are, and I'm still like trying to like. I still can't understand it. Have you seen that South Park episode where he, one day he listens to music that kids like and he just hears like shit sounds like <laughs> and he's like oh my god i can't what's happened and then he realizes that all that and he like goes see an adam sandler film or something and it's just like shits on on the screen yeah it's very funny I'm but it's that thing it. where you get to an age or whatever and certain things just stop making sense even though i've played loads of computer games and then you look at minecraft and you're just like i can't understand what this is or how it works but I think I'm starting to get my head around it. But basically, you build your own worlds. There's these villages in them. Everything's made of blocks. So it all looks, you know, But and there's pandas and things like that. And then, but often you'll be walking around and one will just kind of start following you. And that's what you're doing. 
and that's what I do to my wife. I just that's follow her around, and she's like, "Go away." Yes. And could you also take the panda suit off? It's weirding people out. It's freaky. <laughs> yeah, weirdly, I was watching. I was rewatching some Simpsons episode. Really old, not really old. Well, they're all really old now because you watch like a Simpsons episode and you think, "Oh yeah, this was." It's like what? This was thirty years ago. Yeah, can't possibly. Oh my God, was it thirty? Yeah, it was thirty, wasn't well, it? Some of them were, yeah. Um, and it was the one where where Grandpa Simpson is saying, "He said you're not it," and he said, "Yeah, I was it," but then I, they changed what it was and what, <laughs> what I was wasn't it. And what was it was weird and scary. And I think about that all the time <laughs> as I That's grow good. into my old age. I mean, I'm, you know, as you know, I'm con, but maybe, you know, to wrap this up, maybe that is this whole like jack of all trades and doing all different things and not being able to land on something, you know, maybe the good way of looking at it is that is reinvention. Yes. I'm, I'm like demanding that I am it. <laughs> basically well, a, de a, de a derailment i say is just an excursion possibly it's it's not necessarily a bad thing if you're going on to a something else um it's just an excursion yeah and um and you asked in the episode do trains have asses uh and uh i i immediately thought yes uh the the last carriage is called a caboose which is also a slang term for us for a so butt it all tied together very nicely oh how lovely Oh, well and done. Thing, and that thing about time management and the Pomodoro technique, that was, um, yeah, that's worked for this show because we did five minutes ambition, 10 minutes act, 15 minutes derailed, 20 minutes time sausage, and now 25 minutes wrap up. Uh, so we're going to wrap up. 25 minutes to wrap up. No one's going to listen. No, not, not, not to wrap up. up. Oh, okay. To at, get to at the, wrap the 25 up. Oh, minute mark of this section. Okay. Well, well, thank you all for listening to this. We're going to do an extra bit at the end, aren't we, Jamie? So it, the way oh. you get that is by becoming a Patreon. That's all we've got at the minute. We're trying to come up with more interesting ideas, but basically, we're just going to do like if you want an extra 10, become a Patreon yeah. and support the show. Um, and eventually, we'll start putting, I actually put some free tickets to one of my shows on there. On Patreon. Anyone take, any, any takers? Nope. Okay. Not interested. Not <laughs> interested. Because, you know, people who listen to podcasts do not leave the house. That's what I've discovered. Wow. That's I, not again, true. That's not true. That, I'm sorry, but they don't leave the house that, for me. As part of that community thing, and, you know, if you do support the Patreon, then you can pop into the forums and request what you'd like for your, for your extra 10 minutes. Because at the moment, you know, you, you, you could be front of the queue. You do basically whatever you like. Yeah, or you, yeah, and also you can say what sort of things you want to, um, you want to hear about, you want to talk about, you want to, you want to hear about, you want to talk about, yeah, you can tell us anything and we will listen. Um, well, Steph Robson, she's been a fan for a while and she uh commented, I said, does anyone want to come to the uh, you can have a free ticket to come see my recording of Anna Man on this Wednesday. By the time this has gone out, it's already happened, so don't worry about that. Um, and she, Steph wrote, oh, the curse of being non-London based. Oh dear, what a poor cursed. I'm non-London based these days. I'm ready with a Manchester army slash audience. I think I prefer an audience. Yes. Whenever you can make it here, dear Colin and Anna. I hope that means and or, and then two kisses. Thank you, Steph. That's very kind of you. She's been a Patreon for a while. Um, so better get up to Manchester. Do a live recording of this, buddy. Yeah. Do, uh, do as Steph note, 
I am doing a live recording of this show, which Jamie might be zooming into. We still need to work that out. That's on the 25th in Epsom. So look out for that. I'll be I'll be messaging that on the usual things. Um, thank you all very much for listening. I love that chat as always, Jamie. And um, uh, I'm gonna. Jamie's gonna take us out. <laughs> He's just gonna That's take well, the whole fucking thing out. I was, gonna do, I was gonna do. I was gonna do a housekeeping wrap up, but we've kind of covered it. The Patreon and you know, like and subscribe and uh, rate the show. Um, yeah. Go find all of the information about Colin at IamColinHawk.com, where you can get links to all of the contact info. And again, to stress, we're not therapists. This is just two chums chatting about the brains. Mm. Uh, but if you want some more information from proper people, scientific people, you should head to mind.org.uk. Mm-hmm. Yes, do. And uh, Colin will play us out with a song. <laughs> you know what, Jamie? I'm not going to do a song. Maybe we'll save that for the Patreon backers. I'm doing that. I'm acting now. Um, So for you plebeian non-paying listeners, we'll just say goodbye. We certainly will. Goodbye. Goodbye. And thank you. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 